Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And that would make me Mike. And tonight we have a special guest, Brandon from Space Cloud. That's S-P-A-C-E-C-L-O-U-D-E. The E is silent. Welcome, Brandon. The E, the e is silent. What does Thank the E stand, does it stand for? For extra good. It stands for what? It's silent. <laughs> the e stands for silent. <laughs> <laughs> uh it uh i don't know when i started it was gonna be like space cloud entertainment and then oh, okay. uh and then the e and then somebody said i uh it was like the first guest i had on they're like oh great to be on the space cloud experience and i was like that sounds so much better but but then I also yeah. just kind of like the idea of just what a, the E is, whatever you want, want it, to, it be. to be. Yeah. I dig I that. It. I think the experience is good. It Space is cloud experience. Like, I, I, I think I, I have to say that most of my comic sensibilities I learned from my mom exposing me to various art forms like Monty Python and, you know, like we discovered kids in the hall together, which was cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I worked with uh, a couple guys from kids in the hall, actually, briefly. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, Paul Bellini, who was mm -hmm. Bellini in a towel, the big mm -hmm. fat guy, and then Kevin McDonald. And actually, Bruce McCullough, too, actually. Really? Was this, this wow. was recently? Uh, this was when I was in college. So, you know, a couple, oh, gosh. Well, the pandemic's been a couple of years, so I guess I can't say a couple of years. But <laughs> three, three years ago? Okay. Well, okay. actually, it would be four now. 2018. Uh, I would have been fairly starstruck. Uh, I would have been kind of stammering, I think, a little bit because yeah. those guys were like one of my, you know, along with Python, like my first introductions to stand to sketch comedy because there were a lot of sketch comedy shows, but not many of them resonated with me. Like, I was going to say, none of them were really good back in, no. back in the 90s. Saturday Night Live really was uh, was kind of I mean, it was it was probably one of the better uh generations of it but at the same time it was also not always hitting the spot but like kids in the hall seemed to always be funny yeah yeah and i think it's because the difference was that they they didn't try to write by committee i think it was just those five guys in a room writing well, no they one. had, they, um, uh, I think Kevin McDonald told me the story of like the history and they go back to like, they were a, like a sketch trope in like the eighties, like their show came like, arguably their show was like after their prime, really like they were, mm -hmm. they were doing stuff in like, uh, like the, uh, what the show was like in the nineties. Right. That was like, mm -hmm. I don't know what year it was exactly. I would say was probably like 89 or so until probably 90, 95, 90, like 90 to 95 or something. Maybe like that. somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. I think there were four, there were four seasons. If I remember. Correctly. Yeah. I think it, it was five seasons starting in 1988. Oh, okay. Okay. I uh, think the kids in the hall started in like 83 or something. They were, they were and um lauren michaels used to take he used to take like week like weekend trips like to toronto and chicago to like scout talent for snl oh, yeah. back in back in he doesn't do that anymore but mm -hmm. back in the day he used to, he used to go there like at least once or twice a week he would go to toronto and chicago and just go to like different theaters and and just kind of handpick guys who they thought had it and then send uh one of his one of his minions would be sent back to go scout them out fully but he said that's how the kids in the hall got the, their tv show but it was uh 
they had been doing it like sketches and stuff for a while. And I think the guys that made it on the TV show, it was only like two of the actual original members, which I think is Kevin McDonald and Scott Thompson. Scott Thompson is like the biggest. Uh, he's he's had a very good career, actually. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I I I think I mean I enjoy all of them. Um, sometimes I get them mixed up in my head. Who's who? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. I always remember Dave Foley because I feel like he's been in a lot of spots. Well, in sitcoms yeah. here and there. Yeah, where I've seen Unfortunately, him. Unfortunately, his life kind of took a negative turn. Like it kind of went to hell. I think his wife left him, and then he just sort of like left show business entirely to focus on raising his kids. Kind of like Rick Moranis. You know, he just yeah. sort of said, "You know, okay, well, yeah, I had my well, day in the sun, and now I just want to move on to something else." You know, which isn't negative yeah. necessarily negative, but like bad things happen to precipitate that. Yeah, uh, I know Paul Paul Bellini. He was actually teaching uh, at a couple colleges in Toronto, including mine. And then he was set to uh, my im yeah my improv teacher. He did like he does like this show in Vegas or something. So he he had to to leave like halfway into the the, the semester. And so Paul Bellini was set to take over and then he just like almost died. <laughs> like literally on the day, he was like, uh, I forget what happened. He had it. Oh, I can't, I don't want to say what it was because I can't exactly remember, but it was a serious medical condition. He was like in a coma in the hospital for like oh my God. a month. And they had like, like they started to go fund me for him and they were like, there was that one point where they're like, for sure, he's going to die. Yeah. And then he uh, miraculously made it through. But yeah, you can probably look it up online, actually. I think, like, I was looking at There's it. There's a lot of half naked pictures of Paul Bellini online. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> His shtick in Kids in the Hall, if you don't remember, was he was, he was the did you spot Bellini guy? He would show mm. up in just random places wearing a towel. Yep. He was in the movie too because because when uh, when it, when they took the Gleaminax, his towel became colorful and vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since I saw that oh, movie. Oh, brain candy! I bought it on DVD. I also picked up um, uh, a show that they did uh, more recently called "Death Comes to Town," which hmm. which was quite interesting. I don't know if it quite hits the spot the way that kids in the hall did but um it's still really good it's really yeah they were, yeah i remember uh, uh when i was talking to kevin mcdonald he was saying they were all getting back together so there might even be a brain candy sequel but i think the <gasps> oh, uh, pandemic might have squashed any yeah uh, there's something in my eye <laughs> <laughs> fucking bird <laughs> <laughs> That uh, never man. ceases to make me laugh. No, That's never. Probably one of the funniest scenes in any movie I've ever seen because it's completely out of nowhere. Like there, and it doesn't pay off, but they continue it with the eye patch and you know, like his sort of just indifference to it all. Like, yeah, I got an eye patch now. <laughs> like he doesn't care. He's more interested in like they're gonna order chicken wings. He's like, get a receipt. <laughs> I think my favorite sketch of all time is the, the chicken lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Such a weird thing, but it works so well. Yeah. And uh, who did that? Was that um Ke- I think it was uh I want to say Dave Foley, but I yes, I think you're right. No, it's sure. hard to tell. It's sometimes hard to tell when someone's in 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 that kind of makeup. Because I'll be honest, Dave with you, Foley like, was in the sketch, but it looks like it was um. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of his fucking name now. My bad. Uh, it was Mark McKinney. Oh, that was yeah. Chicken Lady, yeah, yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. McKinney. That's if I right. have a favorite member of Kids in the Hall, it's Mark McKinney. 
He just I've always been a Bruce McCullough guy myself. Oh, Bruce McCullough is great. Fuck the bank. I oh, screw the bank. I work at <laughs> screw the bank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bruce McCullough is Bruce McCullough is a genius. He is. He I think is. they all are in their own way. And, and, and that's what uh, made them so iconic. You know, because I yeah, remember well, watching... that's what they're they so get, uh, you know, some of the spotlight today, I guess. People still quote them all the time. And all of the trim. Yeah, I mean, you still get the. Uh, uh, what the? F- why did I just draw a blank? The McDonald. Uh, what the <laughs> heck are those guys that they do the they do the uh, the Christmas thing? And they're the twins or whatever. I'm drawing a blank. Oh man. So am I. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, they do like the 12 Days of Christmas song, and it was on Letterman. Well, I'm it's a kids yeah. in the hall thing. It's a kids Is in the it? hall. Thing. Yeah. It's one of their famous. I gotta look this up. I gotta look this up. Okay. Uh Kids in the hall. As soon as he says it, you know we're going to be like, yeah, duh. Of course we knew that. Uh, Wow, that didn't help anything. I literally put kids in the hall, David Letterman, and it's just giving me separate things for kids in the hall and David Letterman. (laughs) Thank you so much. Wow, that helped nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I tried looking up McDonald's. And kids in the hall because I think you said something about McDonald's, yeah, right? Man, the only thing it brought up was Kevin McDonald for crying yeah. out. <laughs> of course. <laughs> what kids else is it going to bring up? Days of Christmas. No, what the hell am I thinking of? Maybe you dreamed it. Ding, no, fries are done. Ding, fries are done. Ding, <laughs> fries are done. Ding, fries are done. I gotta run. I gotta run. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> Maybe I'm getting it confused with something else entirely. Could be a great possibility. It's possibly. It just got oh. misfiled in the kids in the hall folder. That happens. Kids in the old. hall on David Letterman. Where did David Letterman live as a child? <laughs> it seems like a related that? search. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to know? Oh my god. Why is that important at all? Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two. Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, friendship. Gosh, you okay? I just had an epiphany while I was taking a whiz. Oh, I was thinking it was Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's what it was. Oh, uh, yes, Rick Moranis. And uh, uh, I cannot uh, think of Martin who else. Short was it Martin Short? Was it Martin Short? No, I don't think so. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh no, I uh, uh, it was Ackroyd, wasn't it? I think it was. No, Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas, yes. Uh, Not the guy from Wendy's. <laughs> Not the guy from Wendy's. Yeah, I, I, I was sure. I was so sure it was Ackroyd. That's funny. Well, sir, you would have been incorrect. I would have. You are incorrect. <laughs> SCTV. That was a great show. From the limited amount of it that I've ever been able to see, yes. Yeah, I, I've not well, I seen much of it myself. Much of it. 
Well, that's where that's where uh, Celebrity Jeopardy came from. Mm-hmm. The SNL because it was it was Halfwits on SCTV, and then Norm Macdonald stole it, <laughs> being the Canadian he is. <laughs> was was yeah well yeah well i forgot he, oh i got sad now <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry uh, i went I through about a, that yeah i went through a period of about a month after he passed where i was just obsessively listening to podcasts with him in it and watching tv spots and he had his own podcast so i found a way to watch that listen oh to that. my gosh that and was i was just like after a while though it was like okay i can't anymore did you start watching when he was when the pandemic first started he was calling people no Mm -mm. on his podcast no he was just sitting on his couch and he was just calling like random people in his phone like (laughs) other celebrities obviously called like roseanne and chevy chase (laughs) (laughs) like just randomly called them (laughs) he <laughs> just be like, they like it's. Uh, I don't know who was filming. Maybe he just set up his own camera or whatever, and he's just on the couch, and he's like, "Let's call uh, Chevy Chase." <laughs> <laughs> That's that was pretty good. To do it again, yeah. Uh, and he's just like, <laughs> and Chevy Chase was in the middle of like eating dinner or something. He's just like, "Hey, uh, is this Chevy?" <laughs> How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great, dude. That's great. Uh, And then he was just asking him, like, like just the most, like, the most mundane questions you can think of. (laughs) Completely ignoring, like, that he was eating dinner. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a Norm McDonald thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> he did quite a few of them and it, it got old after a while, but it was like uh, it was just the right time and place. And he just I think he reveled to a certain extent in overdoing jokes, kind of like Letterman, you know, where he liked to kind of push the comedy button about 50 extra times, you know, after he did yeah. a bit. Um, ha zing. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Latterman did that on his show. You know, I remember yeah. he would go on with with one gag for like months. You know, like bats is smart. They use radar. I remember that one a lot. And, and <laughs> it was like it was funny. But then, you know, it got to be not so funny. And then after a while, you're like, Dave, come on. And that That's... is when and that was the punchline. It's when you started getting pissed off. That's what he was going for in the long run. He was, he was like, oh yeah, you know, it's an going antagonistic. For that. Yeah, it was. It's an antagonistic approach to comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's also a self-sabotage type of thing too. Yeah. <laughs> you never know when you're going too far until you've gone too far. Until <laughs> so you reach that point. Yep. Yeah. And then you keep going because <laughs> that's what makes it funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pushing the boundary. Yeah. It's I, tricky I, though. It's tricky because you don't want to get punched in the mouth either. You know, like, like I am amazed by some of these uh, guys who can get out on the street and talk to people and just antagonize them to the point where there's like blows about to be laid upon them. You know, it's like, it's like Eric Andre is a good example of that mm-hmm. um, where he'll just go out and just harass people. or the show wonder shows. And I don't know if you guys ever saw that, but they had puppets do it instead, but they were in like the heart of New York city and they're walking up to people with a fucking puppet and a big camera and talking right in their face. And the guy's like, fuck off, leave me a fuck alone. I'm going to call a fucking cop. You know, like, like just cursing. It reminds me of uh one of my favorite sketches is Tom Green asks a man where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen that? Yeah. Uh, 
Tom Green's another great example of one of those <sighs> guys who would do almost anything for a laugh. And you wonder how he didn't get his knock his 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 uh oh man when off. he paints when he paints lesbians on his dad's car hood and he hides them <laughs> in the garbage for the whole night. His oh, dad well. comes out, just lo- doesn't even fucking acknowledge it, just keeps walking. Like, Dad, <laughs> where are you going? I'm taking the bus. <laughs> How much money did they have to be receiving to put up with that shit? Because I remember he mounted a statue of his of his dad fucking his mom in their front lawn, and it oh, had my. like a water element. <laughs> <laughs> it was made out of like paper mache, <laughs> and he had he had his dad's dad. God, I just wanted to show your love because it's beautiful, and the whole world needs to see it, Daddy. Uh, the whole world needs to see me, it, uh, Daddy. See it, look at it, Daddy. And he comes up and he just starts <laughs> kicking it in, like smashing it. Yeah. Like he just loses it that time. Uh, you seen the one where he's like he's buying condoms. <laughs> He goes up to the cashier and he's like, yeah, so I just got some condoms here. Bet you're wondering who the lucky lady is. (laughs) (laughs) It's like just overexposing the awkwardness. (laughs) There's something brilliant about that. There was a, uh, she was my grade three teacher, but I wasn't in grade three uh, at the time, but she ended up when I was, I think it was like, I think I was in grade seven and she uh, debuted. Well, we were gone for the summer and then it was going into grade seven. So we, we get back and it was Miss Martin. And then she came back that year and it became Mrs. Kuntz. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun with that. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, there was there was an old man that used to live in town in Hershey whose name was Adolf Macaque. I swear <laughs> to God. We used to prank call him from the one place I worked at. Nine! Stop nodding me! <laughs> We're like Adolf Macaque. Adolf Macaque. <laughs> and I know that the one guy that I used to work with, he went to school with a kid. His name was Drew Seaman. Oh man! And I'm like, wow. There's a, there's no way for you to win with that one. Oh, we had this in uh, elementary school. We had this like older. She's like a little old, gray-haired white lady as like the school secretary. Mm-hmm. Would like you know obviously she's doing all the pa announcements and so we had a uh uh there was a oh, i can't remember i remember the girl's name was maya and they were serbian so they have like you know they have like that ic at the end but it's like each it's not an ick so <laughs> they getting called to the office once and this old lady on the pa is just like <laughs> Will Maya and Robbie Dicklick come to the office? The <laughs> 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 Mia chick, she got so she's like, it's Dicklish. Like, that's not that much better. It's yeah, really it's, 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 yeah, it's only Dick, slightly better. Dicklish, all that does is paint a different picture. But, yeah, uh, it makes me think of somebody being drug around with a piece of string tied around their dick. I don't <laughs> exactly. know. That's Dicklish. Yeah. David Carradine, yeah. <laughs> Good times. nobody knew what the hell autoerotic asphyxiation was until he did it <laughs> i thought i i was i was introduced to it with the dude from in excess oh, that's yes, exactly yeah. what i was gonna say yeah the in excess guy what was he michael hutchinson michael hutchins yeah, yeah. hutchins yeah i always heard that he just like for the longest time I always heard he just died from hanging, like he did a t- tie around the freaking hotel doorknob or whatever. And then I found I just found out a few years ago that it was autoerotic. But I thought it was That's very, very erotic. 
Yes. Very erotic. Oh. oh. So erotic it'll kill you. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Careful what you do, kids. Could be your last. Could be fatal. Yeah. Well, I don't want to go into great detail, but I uh I when I was in the army, I, I was I was uh stationed at Walt Reed Army Medical Center. And it's better not end up with you with socks stuffed in your mouth, jerking off with a tie around your neck. No. Okay. Um, I, I worked in a, a television studio there, and um, it was uh, this video patch or this video feed from uh, upstairs in the tape room that we just we were bored one day because we were in between you know jobs and there wasn't really anything to do. You know, yeah. I only clean so much. So sounds um, like the army. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Pretty much a lot of sitting around waiting. Yep. Hurry up and, and wait. Yep. yep. And um we we patched up this channel, and here it is. This guy he's walking around in a dress. He's like in a basement or something. And he ends up uh climbing onto this chair, jerking himself off, <laughs> and then and then he goes and and and, and jumps off the chair. And he dies. And oh my gosh. And and then for the next hour, it's just him swaying, which was the most fucked up part somehow. Like up into that point, I was like, okay, what the fuck is all going right? On? But when that oh. happened, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, now I can jerk off. Yeah. And I was worried I wasn't oh, gonna be God. able to, I was worried I wasn't gonna be able to finish. <laughs> but you know. The 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 crushing reality this guy wasn't an actor and he wasn't gonna get up and be okay, like set in as at, in the aftermath of it. It was like, oh wow, that was real. That was, was that a the, live feed. That was not a live feed, but it was a, oh. what we were doing is we were we were making copies of a video for uh, a law enforcement um group that was researching, you know, this guy's death or not that there was much to research um but the video yeah really we we actually like talked to the guy afterwards and he was like yeah well we think you know based on the footage that he was reaching for a court like a release like he wasn't really intending to kill himself he was gonna choke himself out to the point of near you know choking and then pull the release and be okay but he fucked up can you imagine that's Good the last thing? Erotic asphyxiation. Can you imagine? Huh. Like, I was just having a jerk session, and now they're gonna find me dead like this. Like, oh man, what a way to be! What a way to go. That's why I always make sure, just like with the heater in the bathroom, I keep all cords, draperies, and everything at least three feet away from me when I'm jerking off. So you won't be tempted. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, or I won't accidentally hang myself. <laughs> I want you to hide with the balloon. Oh, hold on. <laughs> where, the, where, where the rabbit eats its own head, I want you to throw the fucking toaster in the bathtub. Can you do that? I'm scared enough that somebody's going to look at my internet search history, for Christ's sake. As long as you steer clear of the uh, illegal stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he sure did like chicks with dicks. I don't know. <laughs> Why does he keep Googling Thailand? <laughs> Lady boy, hmm? I don't know. Discount, discount round trip uh, ticket. Oh, man. How to get rid of fungus on penis. Hmm, he must have gone on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> if you like story time with tom and mike or our let's play channel gaming with tom and mike please consider contributing to our patreon for only one dollar a month you'll receive access to bonus content such as lost segments from the podcast unaired gaming videos behind the scenes audio and video sketches and more just go to www.patreon.com slash tom and mike thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show I saw probably one of the most non sequitur television show related things I've ever seen the other day. Uh, I mean, Tom, you know that I am a big craft guy. Mm -hmm. 
and I do enjoy going to craft stores and stuff. There was a Schitt's Creek brand yarn. Really? For sale at uh, Joanne's. Yeah, I I don't even understand what the connection is with the show. I was like, that's weird. That'd be like Batman breath mints or something. I don't yeah. know. It's just a weird. It's just a bizarre cash grab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it was weird. I just uh, that made, made me think of it because I see Bruce McCullough Shits Creek came up in one of my suggested, you know, one of my suggested searches. And that's what made me think of it. I always get this thing where I'll be on Google and like I'll type in an actress's name. And the first like the suggested searches is like, so Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then immediately after that, Jennifer Love Hewitt feet. naturally it's everywhere Mm. it's like i can't the thing is that i've tried to prove it to people before and then i won't do it but if i'm just doing research or whatever like trying to grab a source picture and i type in some actress's name it invariably goes to feet and it's like i'm picturing a whole like cottage industry built up around this wow like people just 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 websites and and photographers whose job it is to take pictures of feet and <laughs> you know like like all this stuff i don't i the just don't pediatric paparazzi yeah yeah i don't and i don't like understand the appeal at all but i don't you know i don't want to yuck anybody's yums i had to laugh because i just looked it up because i was curious as to what the connection is and it's literally just a cash grab Oh, it yeah. says like fanciest day at the Rosebud Motel. How about a smoothie from Cafe Tropical? Lion Brand, which is the brand of yarn, has partnered with a team from Schitt's Creek to bring you uh, a palette of colors inspired by this iconic television show. What? <laughs> and 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 it says in every ball, it even features some of the trivia from the show inside the label. <laughs> It's, there is no connection whatsoever between the two except for that. Well, I'm, I'm waiting for my Big Bang Theory paint set. Oh, <laughs> I know you on, love that. That's based on all Sheldon's different shirt colors. So it's mostly Bazinga. greens. It's mostly greens, right? I don't know. I don't actually. No, he actually wears a red. But... He wears a red flash shirt a lot. Oh, does he? Okay, so reds and greens make something very Christmassy. Yeah, a little red red uh, flash shirt, a green lantern shirt, you know, his blue bazinga. I know you're a huge fan of the show. Mm, yes, huge fan. It's been well documented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I actually inopportunely in gouged my eyes out and pierced my eardrums. I was so excited from watching it. Pierced your eardrums? My eardrums. <laughs> Did I say I eye you, did, you did say eye drums. Yeah, you did. I didn't know there oh. was such a thing. Well, I, I okay. <laughs> my eye drums in my ear balls. Uh, I always think about Larry King, and he had it was Larry King live, and he had Dan Aykroyd on. This was like I don't. I want to say ten or fifteen years ago. And all Larry King wanted to talk about was like Ghostbusters and how it was his first film. And all Dan Aykroyd wanted to do was uh, promote his new brand of Crystal Skull vodka. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't having a conversation at all. It just kept on. (laughs) Larry King's like, yeah, Ghostbusters was my first movie. You know, I've been in 86 since, but I remember that one. Dan Aykroyd's like, yeah, Ghostbusters. So uh, Crystal Skull vodka. You can get it at the, the Jiffy Mart on the border. <laughs> it's kept on going back and forth, and they never <laughs> they can never move on from each other. That's this hilarious. is the weirdest interview I've ever seen. <laughs> like, so anyone who had to I, edit this just hated their life. I gotta ask because you live in Canada, we're down here in the U.S. Like, how, how exactly do you did? I say, how did you see us pre 2020 and how do you see us now? Like, is it like you look out here and we're like a bunch of savages and 
you know, uh, bloodthirsty, uncouth people walking around coughing on each other prior to 2020. And then afterwards we were, eh, we're a little bit better. <laughs> um, I almost said the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, pre COVID pre pre COVID or pre Trump. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, take your pick. Uh, Jeez, I always kind of view the stare. I always felt like Canada has a little brother syndrome between the states and, and Britain. We're always monitoring what's happening there first before we make our decisions. Mm-hmm. It seems like, and even though we're supposed to be some independent country, and, and it's become very apparent. I can say that it's become very apparent with like COVID that we're kind of just seeing what the hell happens in the uk or the us before we make our own choice and i would assume a lot of your sensibilities come from from the uk i mean you can't be a, a province of uh, a monarchy without some input well no that's not really wouldn't say that so much anymore certainly not i think ontario is the most americanized at least southern ontario is the most americanized part of canada Hmm. like i mean we're right by new york and uh, um, Uh, i apologize for that right away (laughs) (laughs) being by new york it's uh it's akin (laughs) to living close to the trash dump yeah, I have. I'm sorry about the smells and the noises and the things that crawl out. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to New York City, but I have. Neither been have I, the... but I'm making fun of them anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I'd still like to go, but <laughs> I've heard some some things. But mind you, t- Toronto is certainly kind of like a bit similar to New York, especially. <laughs> From what I hear, the comparisons of the subway systems and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Is, when uh, I uh, when I used to work at the work for the entertainment company, they used to do a uh, a day in New York, and I always thought a bunch of you know yokels from Pennsylvania, from Central Pennsylvania to be more specific, all pile onto tour buses and go for a shopping trip in New York. Sounds like the beginning of a bad horror film. <laughs> And that's the only thing I could ever think of was like, uh, if I had an inkling to go to New York, this is probably the the least likely way for me to do that. Because I feel like, you know, you'll go to get off the bus and there'll be like a bunch of uh, hoods with leather jackets on being like, yeah, give us your money or something like that. As soon as you, as soon as you get into New York. Mike's understanding of New York stretches to about, what is the name of 1956. that? 1956. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah like, change. <laughs> West Side Story is your is where you, you draw the line. Like, yeah. Right. West Side the Stories. Sharks and the Jets are fighting it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, to kind of go back to answering your question of how we view America is, yeah, it's it's kind of a bit of a, it's a, <laughs> it's a bit no, of no, a Don't joke worry about right offending now. us. You're, you're more than welcome to say whatever. Yeah, No, please. I just, I don't, I don't really pay too much attention, but uh, it's a bit, I know recently it's been a bit of a joke right now. We're kind of just watching you guys burn. Been, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, even for for us too. Well, I think that that's probably what a lot of the world has gotten to the point where they're not paying attention to us anymore. Because that, what do you do with a tantruming child? You don't feed into it. You ignore them until they shut yeah, up. You kind of went from being one of the most like powerful countries in the world to like a cesspool of. <laughs> Just a like a big t- rubber tire fire. <laughs> I I agree. Well, and don't forget, there's a dumpster involved in that somewhere too. Yes, there is. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I would agree with you 100. Uh, that at a certain point, uh, 
prior, even prior to the Trump administration, that uh, we started to hit dumpster fire status. Yeah. The scary because, thing is we haven't hit rock bottom yet. That's what terrifies that, Oh, me. no, that's a scary thing. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that uh, Ontario is getting... Uh, yeah, it's getting pretty bad too. Like I think the rest of Canada is okay. Well, maybe Quebec. Quebec's kind of fucked right now too. They have like a whole curfew and, and people rioting and stuff. Yeah, Montreal. people don't like to be told what to do, apparently. Yeah. No, certainly not. They just like they like the idea of having free will. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they waste it terribly. Yeah. What do you do with your free will? Not much or really anything. Not much. I mean, whatever I want, but really nothing. Yeah, yeah. I choose where I'm going to get my dinner from. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I can order stuff on the internet. That's it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, how many people, like, how many people, you know, go to work, get in their car, and go home and like that's kind of it yeah yeah mm -hmm. i remember having a conversation with one of my coworkers years back at my old job and we 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 kind of came he he was like he's like so so what are we then I, I guess we're just consumers and then we both just got real quiet <laughs> it was like this moment of lucidity scary truth yeah like where it was like oh I guess we are just consumers, you know, and like, had I been a younger man, I would have been like, let's start a fucking fight club, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like a uh, legitimate thing to do. <laughs> it does, yeah. Hey, don't talk about it. I always remember the, uh, I just remember. Do you give them the, the dick or the butt, in the air in the airplane? Do I give you the ass? Or the crap? I always think about that every time I'm going by somebody in like a narrow fucking, especially at work because every time I show up, there's a, uh, my supervisor is already there, even though she's supposed to start an hour later than me. She's somehow there before me. Mm, dedication. And, uh, yeah, dedication or um, being a crazy person. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. She, now she's definitely insane. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about that. She'll never hear this. And even if she does, she I was going to say, chances of her listening to this are. <laughs> I'll send it to her. I'll even yeah. send her the timestamp part where they call her fucking crazy. <laughs> She'd probably agree. <laughs> thank you that's like, an astute observation well like, I mean the you. fact yeah. that she looked at one of your podcasts and said what the fuck did I just watch like that tells me a lot <laughs> yeah it really does like she's very you either um, get the joke or you don't and if you don't get the joke you probably don't get a lot of the other jokes that are out there too like I don't think that what our podcast does or what your podcast does is that transgressive <laughs> no like, no like she's not like that she just doesn't con she doesn't like what consume very much besides food <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy <laughs> uh, She's no, she's a nice lady when she wants to be, but like, I think part of her being crazy is that she doesn't sleep, which I, I don't. And she has like two, she has like two, uh, I think her children are both below 10, but above five. Oh, even but, still, that's some handfuls there. Yeah. yeah. And she's a single mom. So that's rough for sure. Yeah. But, but ultimately I was like because now it's online schooling and she's like oh I'm going to be 
Uh, she's like, I'm going to be a bit cranky and I might for the next two weeks or whatever. And I might say some things I don't mean mm. or whatever, just a heads up. And I was like, okay, but like, I was like, if they're doing online schooling, like, why can't you just like sleep in the other room? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make like, sure they do it. She's like, my kids are too young to be alone. And I'm like, but the, you're just sleeping. You're still in the house. Like. <laughs> <laughs> sleep on the couch i don't know <laughs> so brandy you don't have kids i do not right. have kids no we got i got that much <laughs> sleeping just sleeping in the same room with your kids is when they do the worst fucking shit you could possibly imagine that's when you wake up from a nap where you swear it was only five minutes and your kids have drug an entire can of red paint through your house <laughs> Uh, or they wandered out the door and halfway across the trailer park to your in-laws house something like that just as an example that's fair yeah i'm kind of remembering being a kid and i used to like i used to like piss in the back of those tonka dump trucks (laughs) 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 and then drive me and my sister would drive it to the toilet dump it in and then make weird concoctions in the toilet of my my piss and and like shampoo and my mom's expensive hundred dollar perfumes and shit. Like hey, who didn't do that? It was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> maybe one we time, can't be left unmonitored. Yeah, I remember one time I decided it would be a good idea to give myself a haircut, and I just oh. cut. I cut way above the hairline, but only in the front. Yep. And oh. I, I, it looked really bad. And my oldest my daughter did that walked, twice. My mom walked in while I was doing it and she just gasped and I dropped the scissors. She said, what are you doing? Giving myself a haircut, mommy. At least with a little boy, you can do a buzz cut and nobody thinks anything of it. Right. But a girl, you know, yeah. with, 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 with my girl. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't happening. And she did it twice. <laughs> How she got the scissors the second time. I'm not sure because I'm pretty sure that we had put a quarantine on all scissors in the house. Yeah. They were locked away. Nobody was allowed to use them. Well, I mean, to be fair, a lot of us gave ourselves bad haircuts the last couple of years. So. Yeah. Well, I did true. it the whole way through high school. So, you know, <laughs> I had a mullet. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. We, nice. we grew up when, when mullets were popular yep. the, yeah they're popular and it was like everyone kind of just had one like i didn't even i didn't even think about it it wasn't like a, i want that hairstyle it's just what ended up what i, ended I up just, rocking, you know i just found our yearbook after not having seen it in probably 25 years my parents took it away after um my significant other of the high school era uh and i went our separate ways because she basically wrote on every single page of my yearbook uh when she signed it and um so my parents had taken it away and i finally i i thought it was gone they pulled it out of some bin this past week oddly enough and tom you must have had the cheesiest smile on your face every single time they took a picture of you that was in that yearbook It's like this half jokerish, demented looking smile on your face. Was this during our senior year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, I didn't have any other yearbooks except for the ones like for the last year that like my sixth grade year before I went to middle school, I got it. And then I got it in eighth grade before I went to high school. And then I got our senior one. Yeah, I, I don't know why I smiled like that. I think it's because I was like, you know, like you see pictures of somebody and like it's like a whole two, three dozen pictures and they all have the same smile in every single picture. Mm-hmm. And it's like that practice polish sort of like fake smile. That was my attempt at that, to have like a smile for the camera because I wasn't comfortable just smiling. And and I ended up... <laughs> With looking slightly manic, psychotic yeah looking yeah. this manic like i always whenever i look back at pictures of myself from that era i, I always think of the one pearl jam lyric where he says when he's happy he looks insane yeah 
the funny thing is you knew exactly what song i was just from that mumble my favorite is the uh what's the the jeremy one the one up and made the least that's raised breast. How can I forget? <laughs> it's exactly it's everybody's favorite part of that song. Yeah, it's, it's like the best part is like made that kid out to be like a monster. And then if you like look at the actual like the real life kid and you like watch interviews or whatever, they're like, nah, he was pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the, the parents were like pissed uh, about that song. Fight the recess lady's breast ever. Yeah, it's like that never happened. Thanks ever. a lot, Eddie Vedder. You liar. Nah. He never gnashed his teeth. I never saw him do that. No, that never happened. <laughs> it's like some insane demon child. It's like, nah, he just had a bit of an attitude problem, but he was fine. <laughs> I dealt with an insane demon child once when I was on my bus. I'm pretty sure he must have been the substitute bus driver's kid because he wasn't on there every day and he was probably a little too young to be going to school yet anyway, but he was savage and and he had red hair and he looked like a little Ron Weasley and he just would beat the ever-living shit out of me. And the bus driver did nothing about it. And this is when you were a senior. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I just got my ass beat by a six-year-old. <laughs> Fucking Tyler just knocked my block uh, off. Oh, man. That reminds me of in grade five, we had this Korean uh, exchange student, and he just went around and would, like, twist all our balls. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking, he would just get angry at everyone at recess and just go around and like every all of the guys like all of us we had to constantly have our fucking hands cupping our balls just because we never knew when he was going to come around and just try to fucking yank him from behind jeez there's like no we never understood why i I still don't understand why he did it that's i I remember he got like suspended for it and then his dad like beat him with a ruler at home <laughs> stop touching balls <laughs> i remember uh, i did a uh, i used to do um birthday parties dressed as elmo <laughs> and uh, i did the voice and everything i don't know that i could do it anymore but i used to be able to do it and the one time that i did it i had this kid who they were having his birthday party at, like a fucking hotel or motel. I think it was motel, I should say. So it was like a side of the road motel, you know, the single story uh, ranch motel type setting. And the kid walked up and just grabbed my nuts <laughs> and squeezed them. <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? I'm El- Elmo no. can you just sock this kid and be like, hey, that hurts, Elmo. You know. <laughs> Don't press Emma's boss. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll never forget that day because I like I like had to slowly make my way over to the parents and be like, please do something about your kid. He just squeezed my balls. <laughs> my friend's kid, um, who is now like my god, he's like 22 or 23. Um he he when he was probably about five my friend was getting a new car so she's at the dealership and you know how they make you wait forever and you sit there and you sit there and you sit there so um jennifer and i were watching her son and he's just jumping from chair to chair he's all wound up and hyper and he's climbing me and i go and pick him up and like you know try to sort of like play wrestle with him and I guess I must have pinched his dick 
lift my elbow oh, or gee, something. I must have pinched his I dick between know. my thumb and forefinger. I must have. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I know is he goes, stop touching my weenus. And I put that, <laughs> I put that kid down so fast that it, he was like he was made out of plutonium. Like, just boom. All right, you're done. We're done with whatever's going on. I did not touch his weenus. Never again. <laughs> never again. <laughs> Amazing. and that uh, day tom warned not to touch that kid's weenus yeah. <laughs> that kid yeah don't touch the kid. weenus don't touch the weenus <laughs> don't touch the weenus i used to enjoy doing the costume character though other than that because you could always get parents to do embarrassing terrible things and like they had to do it because you were uh leading the like i would i would lead a march around or something like that and it was summertime and the moms would be wearing you know low-cut tops and stuff and i'd be like i'm gonna jump so they don't have to jump and you know that was a pretty good gig paid well too paid real well this sounds all right yeah. i got like 125 dollars an hour for doing that stuff really yeah. wow damn really? i know that the um simon i think it's simon lou he was a uh, lead uh character in that marvel uh what was it shang chi oh Mm -hmm. right okay yeah as he uh before he like got that role or before he or sorry he was in kim's convenience before that which is a, a television show on cbc but before he broke through as an actor he said he was he used to do that he used to do like kids' birthday parties as like Spider Man, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess it does. Well, that, that was what made the difference for me. I could be a silent Elmo, and it was like eighty five dollars or something like that an hour. If I did the voice, which I learned how to do the voice, then because it paid so much better, wow. and I was like, hell's yeah! Now that was actually what they were making. I shouldn't say I was getting one hundred twenty five dollars an hour. I was getting a large chunk of that. I was not getting the full 125, but still right. you were it going, was uh you were going through a talent agency of some kind. Uh a guy I know a guy that that had a that had a party business, you know. Okay. And that okay. was that was how I ended up doing that. I will tell you one thing though, those costumes get hot as hell. And oh yeah, that kid happened to catch me on a good day because my balls were really hanging because it was hot. <laughs> Otherwise, he would have grabbed onto a walnut shell. <laughs> I just imagine you doubled over while this child is just completely oblivious. Thankfully, and- he didn't hold on to them. He just reached over, grabbed them, and was like, there's almost balls. Like, I don't remember what he said. I don't remember what he said, but he there's said something about balls. he said something about almost pee-pee. Is, I do remember that. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, what in the fuck are you <laughs> like? What is it? And it takes some time. You know me. I'm not one to 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 dally in the politeness when it comes to language. Mm. And uh, it took everything in me not to be like, what? Get off my fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, voice, your voice shifts like four octaves. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was literally talking like Elmo at that point. You just wanted to hear Elmo sing. <laughs> well, that day he did get to hear that. I remember uh, a little bit later on, uh, I had taken a break because it was so effing hot outside too and i was inside of like this side building shed and i took the head off because i was getting a drink and one of the kids saw me without the elmo head on i was like oh oh that's bad that kid probably scarred for life because they thought i was the real elmo because the one on tv is definitely five foot six (laughs) (laughs) kids don't have it kids don't have any concept of size no like real life elmo's very large by scale, <laughs> that would mean that Snuffleupagus would be like the size of a city bus. Easily. If, if you've scaled it. Because he is up. really the size of an elephant on the show. Yeah. 
Well, I would mean that like Clifford the Big Red Dog is like a skyrise condo. One day there was this guy and he told me about his sister and uh, uh, she had weird genital warts. Was she hot? I mean, yeah, but she had genital warts. Yeah, I mean, I can get past that. A little extra lump and bump. No big deal. Jake better with clothes off. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I would love to continue to listen to this story about the hot girl with genital warts, but uh, I just looked at the clock and we are out of time. So that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like giving you cummies three weeks in a row. Why do you do that? Because I'm so lazy. Why would you hurt <laughs> me like that? This is uh... Because you love it. Uh...